Are you seeking fulfillment for your life? Do you want freedom from fear? That's why we're here. Welcome to Jesus 101, introducing you to the real Jesus. And now, here's your host, Elizabeth Talbot with Mike Tucker. I'm Mike Tucker. And I'm Elizabeth Talbot. So my oldest daughter went to youth camp, summer camp one summer. I didn't want her to go. Um, I, I don't know. I guess I'm the overprotective father. But she decided she wanted to go because all of her friends were going. Well, she got to camp and none of her friends were there. Not mm, one of them. How disappointing. So she was all alone in this place. She didn't know anyone. It was a terrible, terrible experience for her. And in the middle of the week, she called and said, Daddy, would you come get me? Hmm. And I had promised her that I would do that if, if it was terrible for her. Her mother was not sure. She said, you know, maybe she ought to finish something she started. I said, listen, I know that that's important, but my daughter wanted me to come get her. I'm going to get her. You can come with me if you'd like, but I'm going to get our daughter. <laughs> well, she saw that my mind was set and made up, so she came with me. But I got there that evening, and they just finished their campfire service, and it was an amphitheater outdoors, and they had these little log rail pews, you know, kind of rows of them. And I stood about three or four uh, rows behind my daughter. She was standing there at the close of the service, and I spoke her name. I called Allison, and without even looking, she turned in one motion and jumped uh, towards the voice. And she threw her arms and her legs around me, and she said, Daddy. And basically, I, I had rescued her. She buried her face in my shoulder and held on to me for dear life. And uh, I, I became her rescuer at that day. You know, I know your children trust you very much because we often talk about them. And, uh, you know, there is an intimacy between a son and a father or mm -hmm. a daughter and a father. I have the same relationship with my dad. Yeah. And you trust that when you ask for a rescue. He's going to uh, be there. Yeah, your father will come. Right. And today we're going to talk about one of those experiences that is uh, very interesting and very different in the life of Jesus where where he is in, and not in this case in a camp. No, uh, it's worse, and, worse than it's, a camp. It's a cup. Yes. It's a cup that he's asking his father to remove from him if it's possible. And and uh, this father does not come and rescue him. And it's, it's a very different outcome than the one that your daughter had when yeah. she asked and you it, for help. And it's a different picture of God because <clears throat> God has described himself as our rescuer, mm -hmm. our Goel, our kinsman redeemer, the one who will rescue us. And mm -hmm. yet he didn't rescue Jesus. It, it, that's so that he can always rescue us, but we'll find that out later. Okay. Let, let's look at verse 32 here of Mark's gospel, the 14th chapter. It says, And they came to a place named Gethsemane. And he said to his disciples, Sit here until I have prayed. And he took with him Peter and James and John and began to be very distressed and troubled. And he said to them, My soul is deeply grieved to the point of death. Remain here and keep watch. Well, here we have a, a surprising turn of events, not because of the death part, but because Jesus, who has been constantly predicting his death, mm -hmm. who has been boldly saying that he's going to die, at this moment in his human condition, he starts grieving. He starts feeling the weight of the whole world, the sins of the world of all times, of all people. And his soul is getting so troubled that he says, I'm grieved to the point of death. I, I can't take this anymore. Well, this one who had lived a sinless <clears throat> life, who had enjoyed perfect, uninterrupted fellowship with his father, now suddenly is beginning to see that there's going to be an interruption because the weight of those sins is starting to press in on him. And he's feeling this, this departure, this separation. He knows that that is coming. 
And so that that pain, the thought of separation from his father, I think was even more odious to him than even the thought of the death. Yes, and he will uh, talk to God in this way um, to ask him to rescue him if it was possible. And yeah, a lot of people are confused about why was it that Jesus called God Father? And they think it's because Jesus was created, like Jesus was God's uh, son in mm-hmm. the his sense that we yeah. yeah, in the sense that we see it. But it wasn't about that. It was about the role that he had decided to take in submitted himself to the will of God who was in heaven. And he came here as a human being. And so his role was here as the son. Uh, so we constantly have this uh, relationship, God, uh, the one in heaven being the father and God, the one here on earth being the son. That's right. So let's let's uh, read the next two verses. Verse 35, <clears throat> and he went a little beyond them and fell on the ground and began to pray that if it were possible, Possible, the hour might pass him by. Verse 36, and he was saying, Abba, Father, all things are possible for thee. Remove this cup from me, yet not what I will, but what thou wilt. You know, I almost imagine your 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 daughter's phone call, yeah. Daddy. Yeah. Because see, Abba is a very familiar way of talking. Uh, father is more formal, but Abba mm-hmm. is Dad, mm-hmm. Dad, Father, is if I know that you can do this. Can you please come and pick me up? Right. Um, here, Jesus is talking to God in this intimate way. But we would like to talk to you before we go any farther. Where this uh, father and son tradition come from in the Old Testament? Because a lot of people think that the father-son language is something that we only find in the New Testament. Yeah, but we find it in several <laughs> places throughout the Old Testament. We're going to take a look at a couple of places here, Second Samuel 7 and Hosea 11 that talk about this particular tradition of the experience of father-son language in the Old Testament. Well, there is two ways in which God called himself father. He called himself father corporately in regards to Israel, and that's the Hosea text that we're going to read to you. And he also called himself the father of the representative of Israel. So he would call himself the father of the king of Israel. Let's take a look at Hosea chapter 11, verse 1. When Israel was a youth, I loved him. Out of Egypt I called my son. So many times you will see in the Old Testament God saying that he is the father of Israel. But then also we have it uh, individually with the king of Israel. That's right. But even before we go there, remember that 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 was an experience that they had in the wilderness when he just called them out of Egypt. And that's Mm -hmm. the first place that they were referred to as God's son. And that was the intimacy that, remember, John the Baptist and Jesus were calling people back to that father-son relationship that they experienced in the wilderness. And in Hosea, actually, in the text that um, Mike just read, if you want to keep reading at home, is a very, very tender chapter when he starts talking the way that a father deals with the son, how he embraced him and put in his arms, how he uh, healed mm-hmm. them and how he fed them. I mm-hmm. mean, it's, it's a very beautiful chapter. It is, and it describes the relationship that he had with Israel there in the wilderness. But now let's take a look at the more individual experience of father-son as he's calling uh, the king, the leader of Israel, a son. In verse 14 of Second Samuel 7, I will be a father to him and he will be a son to me. When he commits iniquity, I will correct him with the rod of men and the strokes of the sons of men. 
but my loving kindness shall not depart from him as I took it away from Saul, whom I removed from before you. God is talking to David about Solomon that is coming up, and he's saying, Solomon, the king of Israel, will be a son to me, and I will be a father to him. And then he promises to David that his kingdom will never end. So this language of father-son is not something that is unique to the New Testament. We see it throughout the Old Testament as well. And when Jesus refers to God as the Father, that is language that is reminiscent of Old Testament literature. Yes, as a matter of fact, when Jesus calls God Father, he's also the representative of the human race. That's why many times he said, let's call God our Father. And that when he taught us to pray, he said, you are to pray like this, our Father who art in heaven. So, mm-hmm. this is this is the intimacy language of the God in heaven with those of us that are on earth represented specifically through Jesus That's Christ. Right. Let's continue with the story now in Mark's Gospel, <clears throat> chapter 14, verse 37. And he came and found them sleeping, remember Peter, James, and John, who he left to pray, and said to Peter, Simon, are you asleep? Could you not keep watch for one hour? Keep watching and praying that you may not come into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And again, he went away and prayed. I just thought that we should um, talk about what is going on here. What is this cup that Jesus is asking the Father to remove? And and he's going to ask three times that mm-hmm. uh, this may be removed from him. Um, but what is it exactly, Mike, that Jesus is asking the Father to remove? Well, we're talking about the cup of God's <clears throat> wrath, the cup of suffering. And God's wrath is his reaction to sin. And so, he's asking that this cup, the cup that sinners deserve to drink, be removed from him because he knows what this means. He's going to die the second death, what Scripture refers to as the second death, which is the death that is the payment for sin. All of us will will die should our Lord delay his coming. That's something that all of us experience. One of the things that this tells me is that if there was any other way, any other way that God could have saved us, he would have removed this from Jesus. If there was any other way, Mm -hmm. because Jesus actually asked, is there any way? Are you sure there's not some other way to do this? Because this is too painful. In fact, it's not just the physical pain that he was about to face that I think that he was shirking from. He was shrinking from it and asking to be delivered. Absolutely. It was the spiritual pain of the abandonment of being separated from God. That was the worst pain to him. It's the worst thing he could possibly think of. And three times in this section, Jesus will ask the Father, if there's any other way that this can be done, Mm -hmm. but I will do what you say and your will because the primary thing for me is to save humanity. So, if there's not any other way, then we'll go through it. And that is what he comes back to. Nevertheless, not my will, but your will. Father, let it be your will that is be done and not mine. He, he came back to his chosen obedience to God the Father, equal with the Father, but he's decided here in his role as our Redeemer as a man to be obedient to him. I don't know what kind of father or mother you have here on this earth, but I know one thing. Here, it is the moment in which God made a decision, and he made a decision for you, and he made a decision to be your father, and he made a decision to save you. This is the pivotal moment in the history of salvation. That's right. Jesus was rejected by the Father in order that you don't have to be rejected by him. And when you call upon the Father, he will redeem you. He will save you. He's done that through Jesus. He came to your rescue. Thank you for joining us today on Jesus 101. For more insights and resources, connect with us at Jesus101.tv. That's Jesus101.tv. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Jesus 101 Institute and follow us on Twitter at Jesus 101 Media. Until next time, live free.